There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy, and you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch bonus episode two of two from (laughs) February. This is Emily. (laughs) This is Emily. And this is Sammy. (laughs) Tony told me she couldn't make it today. Darn. But she loves us all so much with her whole heart. Her whole heart. She loves Mm -hmm. us. She's she's listening in. She's listening in like always. Like she always is. Guys, what would we do without Tony's love and support? Honestly, she's there for us every step of the way. She's our rock. She's absolutely our rock. She's our rock. (laughs) I don't even want to like consider what I would do without it because I couldn't couldn't be without it. Mm Mm-mm. Couldn't think about it for one dang second. Thank you, Tony. Thank you for all that you do for us and our and our wonderful inner circle. Um, this month's theme has been demons, because uh, you know February, the spookiest month of them all. <laughs> hey, every month's a, every month's a spooky month <laughs> with us, baby. Hey, baby. And I can't wait to hear about this movie, Sammy. Um, I can't wait to tell you about it. And you guys voted on it and you chose the omen. We threw a different, a couple different demon movie options. Mm-hmm. You guys went with the omen, a classic um, that I had never seen. So this was fun for me. Um, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it came out in 1976. It, it, it was directed by Richard Donner, written by David Seltzer. Starring Gregory Peck, Lee Remick, Harvey Stevens, David Warner, Billy Whitelaw, and Patrick Trofton. And it is streaming on Hulu.com. Hulu.com. www.hulu.com. Gregory Peck. Ooh. Ooh, right? Classic. Yeah, a lot of people say that after To Kill a Mockingbird, that this is his his best film. <gasps> Ooh. Oh, um, must be pretty good. <laughs> um, did they they remade this right? Aren't there yes. yeah. a couple remakes, sequels, and remakes? I believe there's at least one from 2006. I don't know. I don't know a dang thing about this movie. I just did feel like the only the omen i was aware of was the 2006 same version, i did not so. know that there was a 70s one mm. until a, a patron asked about it i don't remember the 2006 one at all i don't remember when it came out i don't remember hearing about it 2006 <laughs> <laughs> who is in it any any notable celebs um it, it, the people oh my gosh it's rated so poorly so 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 badly julia Stiles. Okay. Leave Schreiber. Shut up. Julia Stiles is Mia in it. Farrow. It must <laughs> be good. David Thule- 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 Oh, I love David Thulis. Michael Gambon. 
Don't don't know him. Not rated well at all. People don't like it. David Thewlis is um, Professor Lupin. He is indeed. Michael Gambon is Professor Dumbledore. Oh, I didn't know his name. Wow, so a real Harry Potter reunion. I'm telling you, every every British actor is in Harry Potter, and that's just how it is. That's just how it is. If they're British, they've been in Harry Potter, and you can just count on it. It's true. You take it right to the bank. You take it right to the bank. <laughs> and speaking of bank, let's talk about some numbers for this Ooh. movie. <laughs> per- perfect segue. It uh, The budget was $2.8 million, and it earned $61 million, and good for them. You know? And good for them. Absolutely good for them. It earned sixty one million. That feels like a lot of money for the for that time, right? That seems like it must have been a big big old hit. Yeah, there's a big old hit. I mean, I th- it was after The Exorcist, so I feel like people were like, "Oh hell yeah, we remember this. this we is like a this." Big, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I bet um, The Exorcist is probably part of why mm-hmm. this movie was mm-hmm. a big success. Um, it was nominated for two Oscars, which wow. I feel okay. like in our Get Out episode, we talked about horror movies not being nominated for Oscars. And I thought I had a list of all movies that had, and this was not on it. Oh. But I think that list was of horror movies that had been nominated for Best Picture. This mm. it was nominated for Best Score and Best Original Song, and it won Best Score and the composer Jerry Goldsmith didn't cho- he chose not to attend the Oscars that year because he had lost so many times and he didn't want to be there and lose again no! and he won no <laughs> that's like a bad dream that's terrible oh god oh sorry jerry that stinks that stinks jerry but you've still got an oscar and that is cool that is cool good for you jerry good for you jerry and this was this kind of uh reminding me of in our january bonus episode alfred hitchcock um taking a uh you know percentage rather than uh, a fee and Gregory Peck apparently took the role at a huge cut in salary. It says here a mere two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in nineteen seventy six. A mere, mere two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, <laughs> but he was also guaranteed ten percent of the film's box office. And so when it went on to gross more than sixty million dollars, <laughs> it became his highest paid performance ever. I've said it once. I'll say it again. This is why you believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. You've got to mm-hmm. believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. And Gregory Peck was actually, I believe, retired at the time. Oh. That, and he like chose to come out of retirement to do this movie. And to make a lot of money. And it paid off for him. And you probably won't be surprised to hear that we have some actors' rights issues. Oh, I'm not surprised, but I don't love to oh, hear it. Here we go. You know, they're not as bad, not as bad as The Exorcist, but here we go. So Harvey Stevens plays Damien, the little boy in the movie. And because he was so young, Richard Donner, the director, found that the best way to direct him was to provoke genuine reactions before the camera. For example, when Damien is angry at being taken to church, Donner got his peeved facial expression by shouting to Stevens off camera, what are you looking at, you little bugger? I'll clobber you. (laughs) 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 Oh my God. Oh, he's just yelling at a child to get the, to get the shot. (laughs) Oh my God. They need to take a page from the Babadook and, 
uh, do that little do a different movie. Sh- yeah, do a little over the shoulder on an adult on their knees. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. And there is a scene in the movie in which a bunch of baboons attack the car. <laughs> that is not really? where I thought you were going. <laughs> I can't wait till we get to that part. I know, I know. It is um, quite an interesting scene. So to make the baboons attack the car, an official from the zoo was in the back seat of the car with a baby baboon. Oh my God! But the baboons had no response at all. Oh. So they, <laughs> they did not care. <laughs> and we need and a break. We need a break from that baby. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Phew, yeah, oh, phew, to drive me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so then they took the like lead baboon, the the their their leader, alpha. the alpha. The alpha bat. <laughs> and the baboons went like fucking crazy and so they are they attack they attack the car for real and the lead actress's terror as they're attacking the car is also real oh they're actors <laughs> in the car while baboons are attacked. yes and uh, presumably also there's a an alpha male baboon inside the car with them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the part that i don't so understand this actress is surrounded by baboons <laughs> <laughs> there's a oh zoo holding on to an alpha male baboon in the back <laughs> that's and baboons are, are huge and huge. scary <laughs> <laughs> oh like, my does god does it have a seatbelt on yeah, well, like is it restrained how big is this car <laughs> it's not that big. Have they removed the baby by then? Is there a baby in there too? Oh my! A baby God. and an alpha baboon. Oh, I don't know. But Damien's in there. The little boy, Harvey Stevens, a five-year-old. Oh my God! This a baboon is, could, he's like, only five. Tear you apart? Absolutely. They're big and powerful and have scary little butts. <laughs> scary little butts. They got oh human God. hands with like and twenty times teeth. our strength. They could rip you to fucking shreds. We don't talk enough about how scary giant apes are. <laughs> they are. They are scary. They're scary. It seems like everyone ended up okay in the end, but man, movies in the 70s, actors' rights violations left, left and, and right. right. Yikes. Um, and then you guys are going to love this. There's this, this film fell victim to a sinister curse. Ooh, I love it when this happens. And the this is genuinely the craziest shit I've heard. And and it's not like all verified. So there's theories that like some of this was made up to kind of add to the lore of the movie and draw people in. But some of it is verified and it's I I don't know what's what, but so here we go. I'm gonna tell you all the crazy shit that has been has been said about it. Star Gregory Peck and David Seltzer took separate planes to the UK, yet both planes were struck by lightning. <laughs> and what? It like took down one of the engines of, I think, the plane that David Seltzer was in. I think that one is real. Um, while producer Harvey Bernard was in Rome, lightning just missed him. It says Rottweilers hired for the film attacked their trainers. A hotel at which director Richard Donner was staying got bombed by the IRA. Oh, And my. he was also struck by a car. 
Oh, my God. Um, After Peck canceled another flight to Israel, the plane he would have chartered crashed, killing everybody on board. (gasps) Whoa. On day one of the shoot, several principal members of the crew survived a head-on car crash. Oh, my God. The jinx appeared to persist well into post-production when special effects artist John Richardson was injured and his girlfriend beheaded in an accident on the set of A Bridge Too Far. What? Isn't that crazy? Beheaded? I wonder how she was beheaded. I don't Don't know. Don't tell me. (laughs) I guess, sorry, Emily doesn't want to know. Oh, no. Um, My question is, in the first one, when lightning hits your plane and it takes out an engine, you can, the the airplane can still land? That's fine? I guess. That's all works because... That's wild. That must be so scary. I think it would be a really scary landing. Yeah. Um, <gasps> That's very but scary. It made me want to do, I know we've talked about this before, but maybe in a future bonus episode, we can watch that documentary that's called, I think it's called Cursed Films, and it's just about all this type of yeah, shit. Yeah, I want to know. I want to Yeah, know. I would love to know. I know The Exorcist has this kind of stuff, and... Spooky shit happens on spooky sets. Spooky shit on spooky <laughs> mm-hmm. sets. We got baboons going crazy. <laughs> the Rottweiler one, I'm like, I don't trust these people's treatment of animals, so that one feels like not a curse right. so much well, okay, as and what are y'all doing of, with animals? Part of the other, well, there was another trivia that there's a part where a goldfish bowl gets knocked over, and it said that the director refused to hurt goldfish so they had to paint sardines orange (laughs) and so it seems that he he was very concerned about animals and then yet (laughs) all these uh, there's a lot of animals in this movie i feel like he's less concerned about the people he's won't hurt a goldfish but let the baboons loose on the actors you know (laughs) Painting sardines. The painting or sardine? That doesn't make any sense. I, I looked closely and I th- I could tell that they are sardines. <laughs> really? <laughs> like That's closely. Funny. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Man. All right. That's all I got. Weird, weird. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. To hear the rest of this episode, head on over to patreon.com slash TSDW podcast and join us in Tony fucking Colette's inner circle. Otherwise, we will see you here on Wednesday with your regularly scheduled programming and next week's episode will be Green Room. See you then. Bye.